Sorry if you're sorry if you're tuning in and uh, and you wanted to hear about baseball. We're talking about some basketball today, but we're talking about a draft champions. Well, not even a draft champions. We're going right off the board here. We're with, we're with John Fish though. You can find him on Twitter at uh, John at um, it's it's Fish two four eight three. Yep. Okay, I remember that now. I, I have it memorized. Um, how you doing? Good. How you doing? Good. For those of you that aren't live and are listening to this um, pre-recorded, it's um, Friday evening. About 10 o'clock. John's got a glass of wine. Got a glass of beer in my hand. Just uh, two friends talking fantasy fantasy sports. Yeah, absolutely. So what else to do on Friday during COVID, right? Well, pretty much. <laughs> I pretty much agree with that. So you 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 had, you had an idea a couple weeks ago. You said you wanted to. You, you, said, you said I should be doing a podcast about basketball. So I said, sure, good idea. Let's do it. And I know you t- you said uh, you'd already done a couple already, but it'd be good to get maybe some some people that aren't familiar with it, introduce them to the NFBC format because that's what we like to play. So um, let's talk about. I want to talk about that with you, and I think you're gonna um, talk about um, some strategy coming for this year, but also a little bit about your um, drum roll second place finish in the main event um, in uh, last year. What was it? 2019-2020? Is that what the yeah. is that what the kids say? Is that, yeah. how, is that how it's categorized in terms of uh, years? Seems like forever ago. So let's talk about that. Um, and you know, I was talking to you a little bit earlier today about one of I don't play basketball, so you, you said you're going to try and convince me to, to, to hoop it up um, <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, this year in the NFBC. So we'll see. We'll see, uh, we'll see what kind of contests they have. Maybe you, can, maybe you can convince me. But honestly, I'm only in one home league. It's a keeper league, and I was asking you some advice on it. Um, and it, it's just... This is why you play NFBC because you play with guys at home, and these guys—they're not friends of mine, but like they're people I, I honestly just know, I guess through other people. They're nice enough guys, but just like the, the league's a disaster. Like it's a keeper league. Last year they just decided like you can trade draft picks and you keep three players no matter what. It doesn't cost you anything. And um, last year, all of a sudden, when COVID shut down the season, they just decided it's a head-to-head league, daily head-to-head league, and they just said. Um, they they just said that's it we're shutting down the league it's over no no prizes no nothing and they don't get people to pay beforehand either they collect money afterwards um, so that, that's another reason to play NFBC and also they never told I don't play basketball so I'm like in baseball mode all year also they never told me when the draft was they just drafted like I think like on a Sunday morning and um, so I missed the draft so I'm just like my team's like fucked and like but I had my three keepers from last year my three keepers from last year were were um, uh, Donsick and um, Jokic. Jokic, I'm, pro- I'm pronouncing that right? Jokic. Jokic and Doncic. Don- and I had, uh, I ended up keeping, um, what's his face on the, um, he's, he's also in Dallas, um, Chris uh, Chris Porzingis, right? Yeah. So those were my keepers, and like, I just said, fuck it, like, I'm done. Like, my, my draft is so terrible because I auto-drafted, so I just traded away for picks, and I, I was set up for next year huge. Like, I had, like, two first-round picks. I basically traded away my team, and then I also traded away Chris. Back, I, I traded to some guy Chris Chris Kristaps Porzingis, and I traded like the fucking rest of my bench, and I got uh, Joel Embiid because you can only keep three anyway. So I'm like, might as well just um, I'm, it's an upgrade to get Embiid, and uh, I traded away Chris Stapps, and I just traded away like I'm like take whoever else you want. I can only keep three guys. Yeah, yeah. Go go bargain hunting on my bench. I don't give a shit. So um, yeah. we we made that trade. And then what, what ended up happening is they're like, well, since um, it was basically two teams that were loaded by the end that were probably automatically going to win the league, so but then the league was canceled. They canceled the league. So the, so the, the people that were um, going to win most likely said, well, since we traded for all these other players, we should increase the, the keepers to, to, to four, not three, because we have better teams, but we didn't get to win this year. And, every, and then everyone else was like, this is stupid. And then they're like, well, why don't we just – then they were like, why don't we just um, – uh, because picks have been traded too, um, so they're like, why don't we just continue the league in th- this year and then keep the teams as is and not pay out last year, but just keep the teams as is? And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. like my team is terrible right now. Like I don't, I don't even want to play with my team right now. I get it, I have three good keepers, but like, whoa, like you can't, like I can't 
I, I'm, not, I'm obviously going to be throwing in the towel immediately again because I traded away like 20 of my players for one player. <laughs> and then, uh, so what was decided was they were going to keep it at three keepers, but they decided to um, move back all the, all the pick trades. So all, all the picks, so I lost all my, like I just, everyone has normal picks going into this year and it's sort of like last year didn't happen. However, the trade yeah. for players still counted. So I still have, so my keepers are um, now uh, Jokic, Doncic, and Embiid, which is good. Yeah. And I didn't have to, and last year was a wash. So it actually worked out for me. Like, of course I'd like to have the picks as well, but whatever, I'm not going to get greedy. But that's why you don't play in home leagues. That's why you play the <laughs> NFBC. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. That's also why you don't play in these trades because just oh, all, kinds of, all kinds of things oh, can happen. Oh, and you know what? Like this is—I'll uh, mention this too. We play in—I play in the baseball league with these guys as well, and I gotta get out of these leagues. They're, they're fucking awful. But the thing is, like you saw, I told you my three keepers. <laughs> like it's hard to leave with those three, those three keepers, right? I'd be, yeah, I, if, I didn't, if I didn't have a good team, I'd be the fuck out of here. But I, I also play in a baseball league, and my keepers are even better in that league. So the guy goes to me. He has he has Ronald Acuna in the baseball league, and he's like, dude, he's like, trade me. Um, I'll I'll trade you Ronald Acuna if you trade me Doncic. And I'm like, what? Like these are like two different leagues. Like you can't do that. And I'm like, I'm like, first of all, if I trade you Doncic, I'm just gonna leave the league. Uh, I'm like, I don't want to do that. And he's like, he's like, he's like, but we'll make it fair. I'm like, like okay, but like you don't want to trade. Like I've asked you to trade me Acuna. You don't. You won't trade him to me. And, and then I'm like, I'm not going to, I don't want to, like, who are you going to give me for Doncic? Somebody worse? And then I'm like, how does this make any sense? And he's like, don't worry, we'll figure it out when the season starts. I'm like, oh, okay. So that, that's, this is the type of stuff we're dealing with. Like, it, like, it goes yeah. to your point. Yeah, you can't have trades. <laughs> no, yeah. This is exactly why. Because you and that guy are the only ones with these kind of negotiations I, going on. I know. It's great. The, yeah, I, I told him, like, I, I said to him, like, this is completely unethical. And he's like, no, but we'll make it fair. We'll make the trades fair. I'm like, we're still colluding here <laughs> we're making my team better in baseball and your team better in basketball um but yeah it's a little fucked up but um let's talk about um let's talk about your main event um and i you, you we were talking offline about who i was going to draft in, in my home league but we won't bore people with that like as, as mike the mouth says and i'm sure he'll be listening to a basketball podcast right um he, he said no one cares about your home league um, so we spent enough time on that. Let's talk about your main event uh, last year and your second place finish. How did you go about doing that? Um, talking, talking through some of the highlights and shit like that. Yeah, so I had the 11th pick, which I uh, wasn't too thrilled about, but I also had a target in mind that I knew I was going to take at 11, and that was Luca. I mean, that was my guy. Uh, I knew nice. he was a triple-double machine. Tons of points, rebounds, assists. Uh, I knew he was good from uh, threes. Uh, yeah, I, the two issues he had was his percentages, field goal percentage and free throw percentage. But I figure he's going to get better than that, better and better every year. And he did. Now, he was still a little bit of a drag in free throw percentage. I think he finished around 75%, if I remember correctly. So that was a little bit, uh, a little bit tough. But I knew that going in. So once you know your free throw percentage is going to be down a little bit, you know how to draft throughout the, the rest of the draft. Right, he's, 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 he's sort of like the he's sort of like the Tatis of basketball, no? Uh, yeah, kind of. I, mean, I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking. I don't know what I'm talking about. So just tell me to shut up. <laughs> when, when you I want mean, to. he's kind of like a uh, I don't know, maybe like a Jose Ramirez type, where he kind of does everything, but he's a little bit light on batting average. That's probably the only comment. I'm just thinking like a right. second year. Um, Going at the end of the first round, maybe performing like a top of the first round guy. Yeah, yeah. I just I wanted a guard that was going to get a lot of rebounds. Um, that gives you a huge advantage. He does that. He also gets a ton of assists, like I said, points, threes. Um, he doesn't do much of the defensive defensive category, steals and blocks, but I knew that as well going in, and that's what led me to my second round pick, which was uh, a guy that an hour before the draft. I really had no interest in, but I saw where he was going, and I had to look in just a little bit closer, and I noticed that he is super elite in steals, and it's Andre Drummond, who's a center. Hmm. You usually don't get many steals from a center, so I was like, okay, and I knew I was going to dominate rebounds, because he leads the league in rebounds every year. 
So those, that was the, the, you know, the anchors of my team. A uh, lot of minutes, relatively healthy. But that was that was it right there. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I hit on Hassan Whiteside later in the draft, who was he performed at first round value, tons of blocks, rebounds, field goal percentage, all through the roof. So I dominated with the big guys, basically, the two centers, uh, mm-hmm. which is kind of the strategy I'm trying to take into this year, uh, trying to hit a little bit more on centers, uh, trying, to, trying to get the good productive centers early as opposed they to... they go off the board like starting pitchers? Uh, similar, kind of. Uh, I, mean, I do like to do two pitchers in the first four rounds, and that's what I'm shooting for with two centers in the first four rounds. What would you call that? Pocket something? Well, it's not really pocket centers, <laughs> unless I take them in the first and second, which is possible. I, I love Cat this year, so I think Cat can be a, I think he's a number one or two pick. So if I have the top two pick, I, there's a good chance I might take him. And then I really love the centers at the end of round two. Uh, you're looking at Nurkic from Portland, looking at Aiden from uh, Phoenix. Those are my two guys at the end of the second. I, in in a way, I'd be fine with Gobert too. If uh, if I didn't end up with Harden, Gobert would be a perfect complement for him. Yeah. Got to dominate rebounds, blocks. Not very good from free throw line, but if you have a guy like Harden, it's okay. Nice. So yeah, I mean, it's just uh, the, we were kind of talking offline about this too. The, the the NBA draft, fantasy basketball draft, is so important. Uh, it's very similar to football. Like you need to hit on your first few rounds, and if you don't, you're probably not going to do too well. Where in baseball, you can miss, you know, one or two in the, in the first, you know, five, six rounds or so, and still, up, you know, come out on top. Now, that said, that said um, in the middle of the year, can, can you really start to um, gain ground or pull away because people just give up because they, like, the draft's so important and they can just get screwed over by picks not hitting or injuries? Uh, no, not in these high-stakes leagues. People are always in it to the end. Yeah, for the most part. Uh, you might see some people, you know, spend a lot of their fab early if they're falling behind, so they might be out of fabs. You might have less people to compete with in the second half of the season right. uh, in that sense. But for the most part, people are always, you know, setting their lineups uh, right to the end. So that's nice. I think someone someone like me coming in new, I, I think fab would be difficult for me in, in basketball. I wouldn't know what to spend. Like, I know... I know what to do in baseball and football, but basketball is just like it's totally like foreign to me. Yeah. So this is another uh, part of my strategy last year is uh, one stat that you can definitely pick up on the waiver wire is threes. Um, I didn't really target threes too much in the early parts of the draft. Yeah. Um, because I knew I was gonna that was a stat I could pick up. It's tough to pick up you know blocks for example because if you pick up guys for blocks, you're gonna get they literally nothing else. Yeah. So you lose ground in everything else. So my three biggest pickups last year were Davis Bertans from Washington. Uh, I picked up Seth Curry from Dallas. And I picked up Duncan Robinson from Miami. And they just shot me up the overall leaderboard standings. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. I think if the season would have progressed, I might have had a chance at the overall. I, was, I, I think I finished three and a half points behind in the first place. Wow. Well, congrats. That's 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 big. What'd you win for second place? Uh, it's only sixty teams in the uh, in the main event overall. So I think second place was two thousand. First place for the league was four thousand. How many teams go? How many teams entered the main event? Sixty. Oh, Last sixty. Year. I think it's sixteen. Okay. No, yeah, six zero. Sixty. Nice. Cool. Yeah. So I mean, it's, uh, I mean, there's a lot of good players in there. I actually just joined the main event. It's going to be coming up on the 21st, I believe. Any other baseball guys that I would know play the basketball? Or is it just is it really segregated? Oh, uh, there's, a, there's a couple of uh, baseball guys that play in there. Greg Blankenship plays. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I know Scott Jensen plays. I don't know if he does the main event or not, but um, I know he does He does play in BKC. But, uh, nice. Yeah. Nice. So, um... This year, have you, so how many drafts have you done this year? Uh, four drafts so far this year, but I've only done uh, I did th- uh, three draft champions and then I did one. I did the Raz Jam this year. 
Oh, yeah. Which was a lot of fun. Um, I hate the slaughter aspect of it. Uh, the basketball goal is quite a bit slower than the, the, the baseball track champions, so that gets kind of annoying, but it is what it is. Uh, but, it, yeah, it's, draft champions is kind of the same philosophy as baseball. It's 25 rounds, no pickups, it's draft and hold. So who you draft is who you get. Much different strategy I have to take in that because in my leagues with Fab, like I said, I like to pick up guys with threes. That's my strategy. That's the way to do things. Well, I can't do that in the draft champions draft because what you draft is what you get. There is no pickup. So kind of had to dress threes a little bit earlier than I normally like to. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, def- I definitely need to do some research before I jump into some basketball. I uh, my, my draft in my shitty league is tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow night, so I haven't looked at like I probably can name like 50 players in, in the NBA right now. <laughs> so I need to do some research. Are there any? Are there any like um, really like obvious like like well I know I talked like we talked offline. You said the guy in the Knicks is like an obvious rookie that might be like one of the better rookies to get. Yeah, I, I like Obi Toppin this year. I think he's gonna, the Knicks love him. I mean, they absolutely love him. So I think that uh, he's going to play 30, 30, you know, 30 plus minutes a game, which is but it's all about getting guys that play heavy minutes, and I think he's going to produce. He's not – he's very bad defensive player, but I think he can still get you the defensive stats in fantasy. That makes yeah. any sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I think he's a, I think he's a target. going to be a target for me uh, from the rookie class. But I generally don't like to draft rookies. There's always a learning curve, and I'm just – there's only four bench spots in, you know, the main Oh, bench, really? So. That's not a lot. So you, there's six, 16 rounds? Uh, yeah, 16 rounds. Right. Start four guards, four forwards, two centers, two utility. So there's no there's no designation between shooting guard and point guard? Nope, it's just four straight guards, four okay. forwards, two centers, two utility, and then four bench. Okay. So it's very tough to draft somebody who's hurt. I mean, yeah. bench spots are valuable. Because you got to look at because in the NFBKC, you set your lineup weekly. So it's very important to have useful players on your bench because they might have a four game week. Whereas, mm-hmm. you know, one of your normal starters who maybe is a subpar talent only has a two game week. And is there, is it a straight, is it straight points? There's no like, he, like head to head playoffs, any of that kind of stuff. It's, it's Roto. So it's eight Roto. Okay. Roto. Okay. Yeah. Points, rebounds, assists, blocks, steals. Because I played, I, like, a mine's a head-to-head, just another reason why it's terrible. But then it also forces you to look at the playoff, like, your roto playoff weeks. And you wanted, like, I was drafting, one of the years I was drafting, to make sure that I had all four, getting everyone with, like, four or even five games in that one week or those three weeks you want to get, yeah. like, obviously, good schedules. But that also screws you for the regular season because you're going to do, do worse in the regular season because, obviously, something has to get. Because if, yeah. if you if you have more games in the playoff weeks, you're gonna have less games in the regular season, so you're gonna make it. It's gonna be harder for you to make the playoffs. Yeah, and that's why I don't like head to head. I hate head to head. I yeah. actually had a. I usually try to stay fairly positive on Twitter, but I was all fired up the other day because I needed the guy to lose in fantasy football, and of course the guy he plays starts three guys that are on bye. <laughs> I finished with over 200, 200 more points than him in the in the, in the season and. And I didn't win the league because his record was better. So. I know it's annoying. It's really fantasy can be frustrating, man. Like I yeah. like the silver bowl at football. I was in first place until two weeks ago, and um, I just got crushed these last two weeks. I I had um, C E H and Antonio Gibson. Man, like it's it was rough. Like the last couple weeks. and Russell Russell. I my team was great. Like I, I like the last like last two weeks. Russell Wilson, Kareem Hunt. Um, Gibson, CEH, like uh, I have Kelsey, uh, he actually still did well, um, but uh, Gurley, um, who was doing well for the rest of the other se- the rest of the season, Claypool, like, I had a great team and it just fell apart these last two weeks. I was like, and I just, I, and I just missed the the playoffs and coming in, and I was in first place in my league the whole year. So I'm annoyed about that. Yeah, my my online championships have been frustrating to say the least. I think uh, four weeks ago I had four league winners and I ended up with two teams that are tied for first essentially so we got to have a league playoff mm-hmm. so I didn't even officially win the league ah that's a 
I did okay in football, though. I played two fab auctions. I won, like, I, I was in first place in one of them at the end. I think there's, there's still playoffs to go. And then uh, I did 13 best balls. I think I'm in first or second in six of those 13. So football, I've been not doing, aside from the silver bullet, which is a big one, which I got fucked on. But other than that, I had a good season when you don't consider, like, the buy-ins <laughs> because, um, because the buy-in was so big. But um, I did okay. Um so this year for for basketball, what's going to be? Like you started you sort of tar- started talking about your strategy a little bit, but um, um, are there any other late round guys other than you said you don't target rookies? But are there, are there any late round guys you want to talk about that you're getting a lot? Uh, yeah, well, I mean, I'm get, I'm getting into my fab drafts here now, so it's going to be a little bit of a different strategy. But there's going to be a guy that I'm targeting for sure. It's Michael Porter Jr. for Denver. Yeah. Uh, you got Grant gone. Think of the guy's name now. He's on the box now too. Uh, another forward, basically, that he was competing with for minutes, but he's gone too. But Michael Porter Jr. is probably the worst defensive player in the NBA, and he's still going to come close to an assist, or I'm sorry, a steal and a block a game. Uh, his percentages are great. I think his points are going to shoot through the roof. Rebounds are going to be way up. So he's going to definitely going to be a target of mine. Like I said, he's very, very bad defensively, so yeah. I hope that he doesn't come off the floor too much in crunch time. I can see him maybe, you know, not playing a lot of fourth quarters because yeah. you need defense in the fourth quarters, and he's terrible defensively. <laughs> but he can always get better, so. But, yeah, he's going to be a target of mine for sure in, uh, in late rounds. Cool. But, yeah, I got uh, I got three drafts left. Now I got my main event on the 21st, and I have two online championships, which are the same format. Fab leagues, uh, same format with everything. So, yeah, um, I'm looking forward to those. So, how many fab leagues are you going to be? What you have all together? Just three, two online championships and main event. Now we were talking offline. This is a whole different like schedule than you're used to because you're used to be dra- you're, you're drafting like you sort of have to pause baseball to focus on basketball now. Um, yeah, uh, is this is this going to change how you do? Is this going to change the number of leagues you normally do because now you're um, you're not focusing much on baseball. Like, is, is, is it going to change your like uh, portfolio at all in, in baseball or basketball? Yeah, I'm going to do far less in baseball. I mean, usually I'm in prime baseball drafting right now, and because usually the NBA season is almost two months in by now, so usually the NBA drafts are taken care of in October. When I rarely do anything with baseball, because baseball is just so long and grueling. When you do so many teams, you need that break. You need a break, a one month break. Yeah, but I know we got into a couple drafts right away. But uh, yeah, yeah, I've, I've kind of put baseball on the back burner for a little bit, firing up these uh, these basketball drafts. Once I get through, I don't know, we'll get through the new year and we'll start looking into baseball again. You did well on those baseball drafts, though. Yeah, you like those teams? Yeah, I like the like some of those teams. I'm just one one thing that sticks out to me is you, you're, I know the one guy you were just targeting. I don't know, maybe you can say you can tell us why, but let's save this for, for a baseball podcast. And I like this guy too, but I just didn't like him as much as you. But Lucas, Lucas Sims, <laughs> yeah, you, you you scored on him because he looks like he could have the inside track at uh, closing in Cincinnati. Yeah, I was actually hoping he was going to be a starter. So was I. Like I was, I was looking at him as a starter because they could trade away some guys. And he, like I know, he came up as a starter. He reminds yeah. me a lot of Matt Whistler. Um, uh, was on the Twins and got signed in the, to the Giants, who I guess is going to be. In, in their bullpen, but I think both of them had starter upside, um, sort of like guys that could be like a, like a Corbin Burns light type mm-hmm. of type of thing. Um, maybe not uh, throw a ton of innings, but yeah, yeah. Now we talked probably about a year ago and talking about on a baseball podcast about Lucas Sims. We were, yeah. we were talking about him. Yeah, and he had <laughs> he had a good year, so I was like, all right, maybe it's time. It's time to. Get him up in the rotation, but uh, yeah, I mean, close. Even, even, even better, even round. even better. Yeah, yeah. Close, closes are going real late though. Still. So yeah, I, I think it's I think it's tough with closers right now because there's so much unknown. Oh yeah, it's, it's like either you get the top, either you get a top two. I think there's maybe two closers that have a solid job, and then yeah. uh, and then then there's the rest. And then you can, you might as well wait till um, like the four hundreds, well not well the three hundreds maybe. You can get it. You, you can wait to. You really could wait to the 300s if you want to just really. If you really want to focus on it after that, 
um, and get your closers there in draft yeah. champions. Yeah, I think a bunch of speculative guys. Yeah, you could. You, in theory, you could. Like, I, I'd be comfortable ignoring closers, but then you really have to make sure you get, you get like, more than three of them, that guys that you think have potential uh, closing opportunities and get and, and pair guys so you have sort of like um, both options in the team like sort of like a, a Lucas Sims and Amir Garrett like I'd want to get both if I want if they if they were going to be like my first closer I'd want to get one of them yeah yeah or sorry I want I want to make sure I have both of them yeah and then you just hope that one of them gets it yeah and keeps it yeah so if we it to the other have we just yeah. gone off the rails talking about baseball yeah basically that's yeah. all right though. yeah what else? What else for basketball? Well, I mean, just I'll just go real quickly over a couple of things that I like with basketball. Um, first three rounds, I like to target blocks and assists. I just think they're so tough to come by. Uh, the further you get in drafts, there are guys that you can get. Like I said earlier, uh, there are guys you can get for blocks, but they just do so little of everything else. It just kills you everywhere else. Yeah. Uh, so I like to get my blocks with. It's kind of like baseball with steals. You know, I like to get my steals with. You know, with guys that hit home runs and RBIs and runs and average, like I try to get the steals with those, get those combo hitters. Well, it's kind of like that with basketball, where I'm trying to get, trying to get the big assist guys that score a lot of points. I'm trying to get blocks that go with the guys that score, rebound, uh, and, and, and with good percentages. Right. So I try to lock those things up early. So like, like I've said this on the other podcast. I've tweeted this. Giannis, I'm not going to have him. It's just plain and simple. Unless he, unless I have the end of the first round pick and he slips there, mm-hmm. then I'll have him, but he'll never last that long. So I'll never have him. He just kills your free throw percentage. He's, he went to the free throw line, second most in the NBA last year, shot 60%. He shot even worse in the playoffs. It's like 50-some percent. So I'm just completely out, uh, out on Giannis. Even if he shoots 70%, that's just a killer. Like, it's just, it's so tough to make that up as you progress through the draft. So is he sort of like a name? Like, like he's, uh, maybe well, he's, he's, he's very good. Like, in a points league, if I was doing a points league, he would be the number one pick for me. Okay. I mean, his points, rebounds, assists, you know, he still gets a steal and a block a game. Those are all fantastic. He's through the roof right there. But when it comes to uh, a roto, it just, it'd be like taking a first-round guy in baseball who hits 200. <laughs> Really? Yeah. Like, it's just... <laughs> it's it's funny. It. It's funny. It's like Yellick. Um, <laughs> yeah. You're, 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 you're Wisconsin. You're a Wisconsin boy. End of the first round. Hit you on 200. <laughs> you leave my guys alone. You see Vladdy. You see Vladdy. Speaking of your guys, my guys. You see Vladdy's home run today? Yeah, I did, actually. Is he, is he finally going to hit the ball in the air? I have no idea. It means nothing. People can overreact to it. Like, he... He was hitting home runs like that since he was. He was hitting a home run like like like, like that when he was twelve years old. Who cares? Yeah, yeah, I agree. <laughs> it's a Dominican league. I don't know who he's facing. See, see him in the home run derby. Whatever, two years ago. Yeah. Yeah. So what? He had a home run. We'll see. I don't know. I don't. I don't. Yeah. I don't hate him. I don't hate him. I hope he. I hope he does well. Yeah, um, we'll see. So basketball. One one thing I wanted to ask you about basketball. Like people are so much in the minutiae for baseball, myself included. Like just with these advanced stats and savant. Um, is there anything like that for basketball? Um, yeah, there's a few things. I don't really look into it too much. Um, one advanced stat that I do like to kind of look into is usage rate. I mean, obviously, for guards, essentially, usage rate. Centers, I don't need as much, because centers a lot of times get their points off offensive rebounds or, you know, things like that. What's usage rate? Just like five minutes per game? Just, just how, much they're, how much they're used, essentially. Yeah, that's not really. A, so, is that an advanced stat, or is it just like that's sort of just like? Uh, well, maybe it's not that advanced, but it's that's probably the most advanced stat that I use. No one's as no one's as, no one's as advanced as, at, at uh, for fantasy as baseball analysts, right? What's that? No one's as no one's as advanced as baseball analysts for oh no for fantasy. No, yeah. it's, it's just crazy. Yeah, it's definitely crazy. What about yeah what, for basketball? I just like. Like a high usage rate guy, like somebody like Shea Gilgis Alexander for Oklahoma City is going to have a sky high usage rate this year. So he's going to be a target for me at the end of the third, early boy. fourth. Canadian boy. He's from um, he's from where I am. He, my, my buddy, he's like a high school teacher, coached him or something like that. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. going to, I mean, he's like the only player Oklahoma City has. Right. 
Uh, I think her second option is probably going to be uh, Al Horford, which is horrible. <laughs> yeah. So he's he, so. Yeah, it's funny how he turned into a star because they were all raving about him like before, like when he was like whatever, I don't know, fifteen here, and then yeah, he popped in like then he got drafted and now he's like amazing. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. So I think like he's going to be a pretty big target for me. Uh, we'll see if I get him low because there's other guys that like. Right where is he? Where is he going? Like third round? He's going third round. Yeah, mid to late third round. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's guys that I love right there. So I. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see who my first couple guys are. It all depends on where you draft from, too, because baseball, like football, or I'm sorry, basketball, like football, has third-round reversal. So that's a, that's a big thing because I really like the guys in the early third and the middle of the third. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if I have one or two pick and my targets all go before that, it's... Now, is, it just, do they, is, this, is that always the case for basketball, or is it just because it's so top and Is it because football and basketball are so top Top heavy. That's always been the case for for basketball, as far as I've been playing, anyways. So is it is it so I don't I'm not familiar. So who are the top picks in basketball? Uh, well, if, depending on Harden's situation, he's the clear number one. If he stays in Houston, he's the clear number one. His stats across the entire board are just insane. Because, you, because you, you guys don't care about the block a game. You guys don't factor in turnovers, right? Correct, yeah. NFBKC is a category league, so okay. there's no turnovers. All right, so yeah, he would be much better for that. Yeah, yeah. so he's, he's the clear number one as long as he's in Houston. If he goes to Brooklyn, he's probably somewhere around four or five, I can guess, for me anyways. Um, I, I bet you a lot of people probably still take him in the top one or two. But, uh, that, again, that's a usage rate thing because if he goes to Brooklyn, he's going to get far less usage with Durant and Kyrie there. Right. So, um, yeah, I mean, Anthony Davis is up there uh, as, as a top three pick in most in most leagues. Uh, Towns, and then there's a, there's a trio of guards that I love. Well, Giannis does go in there too, but like I said, I have yeah, no interest in Giannis him. this year. Yeah. No. Not, not, what, what, what about what about Doncic and Jokic, the guys that I have like on my keeper team? Those guys must be like first rounders. Yeah, those guys are first rounders. Doncic is going number one in some of these leagues. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, yeah, because no turnovers too, right? So that helps him. No turnovers, yeah. But I think I think people have. I mean, I love Doncic, right? Because I took him number eleven. Right? I like him. Well, I like him a lot too. I don't know much about basketball, but I, I like him a lot. I, I I drafted him in like in that league in his rookie year. I drafted him like uh, in like the forties, and then I've just held on to him ever since. Yeah, I mean, he's he's elite. He's one of the best players in the league. Right? I remember I really wanted what's his name on the Suns that year, like around that time. Um, what's a guy? Um, Devin Booker. No, the other rookie that year. Um, Aiden. Yeah. Aton or whatever, yeah. yeah. He got taken right before me, and I'm like, oh, I got stuck with Doncic, and it worked out well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, I think I think everybody's a little bit high on Doncic. Uh, a little bit too high, maybe. I wouldn't take him one or two. I love him, obviously. I took him 11 last year, and that was well before his ADP. What was his ADP last year? It was probably in the, probably around 14, 15, oh, okay. somewhere in there. Okay. It was, it was that, that was, was on the second round. That was was that his second year last year? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he did yeah. like after his rookie year, he was almost like a first round pick after that. Yeah. Well, yeah, I took him at eleven. So okay. I mean, that's that's right. That, it's at the end of the first round. Right. Cool. But uh, yeah, I've seen him go number one in a couple drafts, and I, I don't know if I can go that far with it. I I love him. I mean, <laughs> you don't get rebounds like that from a guard. He's the best rebounding guard in the, in the NBA. By far, wow, that's pretty good. Now I was talking, I was talking advanced stats. So I, I, I had a thought. I was thinking before this podcast. I'm like, okay, I got to bring something. I got to bring something to the table because I don't know anything about basketball. But talking about advanced stats, I got an idea for an advanced stat for for basketball, for fantasy basketball. I'm going to call it a money hoop. So it's the percentage of shots that go in that are just swishes versus shots that like bounce around the hoop. And then that that will be a uh, an indicator for future uh, for percentages. You can use it for three for free throws, twos, threes. What do you think? So that takes away the shooter's touch. 
I have no idea what that is. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, it's just the same. Shooters touch like Yeah, they have home court advantage. They know how the rules go and stuff like that. If it, if it hits the rim and doesn't go flying off and just lands softly and ends up going in. Yeah, I guess I, I guess like Tim Duncan would be continuously underrated there because he always had that kiss off the, off the, the backboard, right? Yeah, 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 the little patent bank shot. Maybe, okay, so maybe this, maybe this. You take the money shots include, um, it's still a money shot if it just bounces once off the backboard. And it, but if it, if it bounces off the rim and then in, or bounces off the rim twice and then in, then it's not a money shot. M- oh, money hoot. You can have fun calculating. <laughs> thanks, thanks, John. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, think, I think someone should do it. I'm sure as hell not going to do it, but somebody should do it. See, see what see what happens. I think it might be a good predictor. Yeah. Yeah. It won't be me doing it. Okay. Fine. Whatever. Dis- <laughs> we th- we'll disagree on that. Yeah. Disagree on my money who percentage. That's all <laughs> I have. That's that's all I that's all I've brought to the table in this in this um, episode of the Draft Champions podcast is money hoops. Yeah, it's an idea, right? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so what else? What else can we talk about? Uh, well, I mean, I can go over another guy that I'm probably not going to have a share of. Okay, yeah, so maybe some avoids. Uh, one of your keepers, actually. Uh, Nikola Jokic. I'm probably not going to oh. have him. Uh, it's a little different than yours, though. A, a different reason, I should say. Uh, my reason is these leagues that I do have an overall prize. So it's kind of like baseball where you want to be elite, you know, and across the board. And he doesn't really do anything in blocks. I think he averages about 0.6 blocks a game. Mm-hmm. And it's just, that's terrible for a center. It's horrific. He can't, I mean, he gets a lot of assists, and, and that's great. But when you fill one or two center slots with a guy who doesn't get blocks, puts a lot of pressure on that second slot, center slot to get a guy who gets a lot of blocks. So, right. Because you need to make up for it. And where, and where is he going? I bet you the price is pretty high, right, for him? Yeah, he's going right in the middle of the first round. He's going around probably seven, eight. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's just uh, it's a little too rich for my blood. I'm, I can, I'm not worried about the assist from the center because I can get assists from guards that I draft, right? Right. But I can't get blocks from guards. True. So, right. He's he's probably going to be one a guy that I just I don't get. He's going to go before my liking, just like Giannis. Yeah. Well, my feelings are hurt because it doesn't co- it doesn't cost me anything to keep him. So. Well, yeah, it's different because in a head-to-head league, I'm fine with it because he's going to be very good, like very consistent across the yeah, very good everywhere, yeah. and blocks really don't matter when you're trying. To, you're not competing for an overall prize in the head-to-head. Right. You're sure. trying to win the week, right? So. That's right. That's right. Any yeah, so. anyone anyone else you're avoiding? Maybe not. Maybe uh, not in the first round. Actively avoiding him, I, I'm probably not going to have any shares of Ben Simmons for the basically the opposite reason of Jokic, but very similar. Uh, ben Simmons is a guard who doesn't hit any threes. Like, I can't have that. I can't have that at all. I just because you're What about, um, what about, what's his name, Zion? Like, is he, like, overrated because, uh, yeah. he, he, he doesn't, he doesn't bring you anything. He just, he just a scorer pretty much, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's completely off my, my board. But someone, I mean, is, someone, last is someone going to reach for him? And Yeah, so in my, one of my first drafts, he went uh, in the second round. Like, that's just insane. I, would, I wouldn't take him in the first, I don't know, seven, eight rounds probably. Really? He doesn't do anything. He, do, uh, he doesn't get shit for defensive stats. He yeah. gets points, he gets okay in rebounds, and he's good in the field goal percentage. That's it. Doesn't do anything in steals, threes, blocks. Great turn percentage. Yeah. Uh, no assists. No thank you. I'll pass on him all day. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah, who else? I'm trying to think who else I'm avoiding. What's his ADP, Zion? Oh, that's a good question. I don't know. Um, probably look it up quick. I bet he's going to probably like the third or fourth round. Wow, so way before you're interested in him. So he's a huge, oh, yeah. so he's he, a, he's a huge avoid for you. Yeah, for sure. The, I mean, there aren't many players that I'm just like completely out on, and he's definitely one of them. At that price, anyways. There's so many good players in that 
like I said earlier in the, in the podcast, you have to hit on your draft because if you don't hit on your draft, you're not going to win. You're not going to win. And, and okay. he's not – I'm not taking him and anywhere even near there. You think it's the most important sport because baseball, like like – Waiver wire is so important. You can you can build the team off the you can build half your team off the waiver waiver wire for sure. And football with that, with that many injuries, you can sort of build the you can you can recover through handcuffs and breakout receivers and stuff like that. But you're saying basketball? Are you are you saying basketball is like that the most difficult to recover from from a poor draft? Yeah, for sure. There's just there's just not that much on the waiver wire. That's what it comes down to. Yeah. I mean, you look at doing the draft. You look at the you know twelfth or sixteenth round when you're drafting those those bench guys. They are not on your roster very long. They're they're usually gone two to three weeks into the season. They're completely changed out. Right. Um, but Zion's going thirty fifth. Wow. So that's the end of the third round. So yeah, a lot higher than what you're comfortable with. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'll have, like I said, I'll have no shares. That's that's guaranteed. Zero shares. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm actually not sure I've ever been more out on a player than him. Now that I think of it, in any sport. So I've suggested your biggest avoid. It's not you're not you're not even you didn't even suggest it. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I think he actually might be my biggest. No way in yeah. all in all my sports. <laughs> in all in all of your sports. In all sports, all fantasy sports. Wow. At the cost. Because he is, he is such like a, a name. He's like he has such a he has such a brand name value that people are going to take him. Yeah, exactly. I, like, I mean, I don't know this, but I'm just based on what you're saying. Where his ADP is going, people are taking him there. And um, what you and, and what you're saying is it just he's not he's not going to produce um, across the board. Like he like someone that, uh, that like someone that you're spending that money on. Yeah, he's a much better real life player. But and of course he can get much better. Where's LeBron? Where's, where's LeBron? Where's LeBron going? LeBron's going around the one-two turn. I'm in on LeBron. Um, but going back to Zion, quick, he just doesn't do anything other than he's not even that great of a rebounder. I mean, he had six point three rebounds a game last year. Now, of course, his minutes are only twenty-seven minutes. He's going to play more minutes. That's going to go up. Points are going to go up. You know, his, his stats are going to go up. But to what? I mean, he's a terrible free throw shooter. Went to the line seven times a game last year. That's a lot. So it's going it's it's to that's gonna hurt you, right? It's going to hurt that's you. That's going to kill you. Yeah, it's going to – I mean, he, he went to the line 7.4 times a game last year in only 27 minutes. Well, as good as – as nice it is that his minutes are going up, that his points and rebounds and all those stats are going to go up, the free throw attempts are also going to go up, which you don't want. I mean, I'm expecting over eight free throw attempts a game, and at sixty, you know, four percent, mm-hmm. that's a killer, complete killer. Yeah. But he just doesn't do anything. He doesn't do. I mean, he's going to be less than a steal, less than a block. He doesn't make any threes. We already talked about the free throw percentage. He doesn't. He doesn't get barely any assists. I just don't get it. Like, he's not. A, like I said, he's not a elite rebounder. He's good. He's he's a very good scorer and mm-hmm. field goal percent. Those are the two main. Two things. I don't mm-hmm. want a two-category player in the third round. Like, come on. What do you think about? And I don't even remember his name right now, but you'll be able to tell me his name by my description. One of the guys I picked up early last year that I ended up trading in that blockbuster deal I made was the Miami Heat rookie. Um, he started off like on fire. Yeah. What was his Cole. name? What? Cole. Cole. Wait. I don't know his name. Or who am I thinking of here? Uh, I think he was a point guard. Oh, I'm saying a Norris call, yeah. <laughs> no, not Norris call. Uh, Kendrick Nunn. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What, what do you think? Yeah, you, I, you, you I think actually he, like him this year. I think... Uh, where's he going? He, uh, let, me, let me check where he's going. I like him, but I'm not like... He's not a must own for me. Yeah. His ADP is 150 right now. Seems pretty good. Like, he was, he was so good before, like, when they were all injured last year. I remember that because I was following it. I was following it enough back then, and I'm like, "Wow, this guy was really." I picked him up in some leagues, and um, he really hit for at least the first part. Then I got, and I, then I, then I packaged him away. Yeah, yeah, he was, he was definitely good. Uh, 
I think that was before Dragic came back. Dragic kind of took over. Yeah. And none's going to come off the bench, I'm pretty sure. Uh, I mean, you still got Tyler Hero there. Yeah. And so I think none will come off the bench. But if Dragic gets hurt, I mean, none's probably the next man up. And that's going to be uh, that'll be a, a big boost to his value. Are there any guys like um, that are just so injury prone in basketball that you're just avoiding because of injury? Sort of like a, your your Stanton of basketball. Yeah, that's a good question. Uh, Kyrie Irving is always hurt. It seems like um, I don't know the last time he played a full season. Does that make him an avoid for you? Uh, well, that's just kind of funny. No, not really. Uh, I love his fantasy game. I think his fantasy game is terrific. I love I loved him too back in the day. Um, uh, yeah. Like well, it, again, if Harden goes there, though, then you got to bump him down. You got to bump. You got to bump all three of those guys down. Durant down. They're all going to get less usage. But if it stays as it is, I really like Kyrie. Uh, what about the two? What about, what about the two guys that I had that, that I um, traded for and for and away? Um, Embiid and Kristaps. Those guys are injury guys, right? Yeah, for sure. And, well, it, it, the thing about Embiid is they're already talking about scheduled days off and this load management, and there's nothing more frustrating than a weekly lineup and having your guys sit out because of rest. Where's he no. where, Where's he going in the drafts? Is he, like, early, like, probably second round? He's going first and second. Yeah, like turn? Yeah. For leagues? Yeah. Um... Well, if you're looking to do a league without uh, without any fab, I think a basketball league would be great for you. You just draft and that's it. Yeah. Um, I wonder if they even have any. I wonder if how many they have right now. I think they have some like in the best ball tens and stuff in basketball. Like on the on the NFBC side, I don't know if they have that. Yeah, uh, let me look it up. I know they have some kind of a basketball. Yeah, so they got a basketball. Uh, no slow drafts, so they're all all, uh, all five live. second timers. But here's one for you: twelve nineteen at nine thirty your time. When? What date? December nineteenth. Okay. Twelve man team. So tw- you draft twelve yeah. players. You draft twelve players. No, no, no. Oh. Twelve team league. Twelve team league. Okay. Yeah. And is it a best ball? Basketball. Okay, I'll look at it. How much is it? It is 150, I believe. Yep. Hmm. It's kind of steep for basketball for me. For all, all pissed 150 away from baseball, no problem. <laughs> but, um, basketball. Might as well. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, I mean, this is a different kind of scoring for me, too. I mean, this is, uh, it's all points. So, you don't have to worry about any field goal percentage or free throw percentage. Every rebound is worth 1.5, a block is worth 3, a steal is worth 2, an assist is 1.5, free throw made is, uh, well, basically every point is 1. Alright, well, let's, we'll think about it. We'll think about it. That might be, that might be an easier setting to understand. For See, that, that's, that's the setting right there that Giannis goes number 1 for me. Yeah? Yeah. He gets tons of rebounds. He's good in uh, good in assists. He he gets a steal and a block a game, probably more. He had a down year in those categories. Yeah. Uh, and then obviously tons of points. So that's like that is prime scoring for Giannis. You don't have to worry about any free throw percentage. Is there an over? I guess there's no overall for that. Um. Yeah. Or yeah, there is. That's kind of well. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna look at, I'm gonna look at the payouts. I, it'd be nice to get into something that that will take up my time during the winter, um, before baseball. When when's the basketball season end? When when does the basketball season end? When how long does this go? Is it do they shorten it at all this year? Yeah, they're shortening a little bit. I think it's seventy two game season. I don't know if it ends in I don't know July June. All right. Well, the right the the fantasy season ends probably. Maybe, maybe. Oh, okay. All right. Well, I, I really look at the schedule. That's probably something I should look at. Yeah. Well, I'll, th- I'll take a look at it, and I'll probably do. If anything, I'd like a basketball, so I don't have to worry about setting lineups and stuff when baseball's getting right into the swing of things. Yeah, if you were going to do something, I'd probably do that basketball. 
All right, yeah, I'll take a look at that. It's, it's, I actually haven't done one, but maybe I should think about doing one too. Well, don't get in that. Uh, don't get in the one, don't don't get in that one then. <laughs> I'm in enough leagues. So. <laughs> all right. Do you, want, do you want to talk about baseball at all tonight, or do you want to call it call it a day? Uh, I don't care. We can if you want to. If you want to talk, we can keep going. I don't know if you want to do it. Maybe just keep the recording going. Maybe don't or maybe don't do a uh, a podcast, but we can just keep the live live. We can do we can do live feed, or yeah. I can, yeah, or we can podcast it and just not tell you.